The War, the Y Zone, where we talk about life and rights. Hello, good evening, and welcome to The Y Zone, the show for the youth. And the young at heart with me, your host, Brian Mouth in Casey Tolle. Sometime last month, a um, number of countries from the SADC, uh, from SADC Southern African region came together, those that have an interest in issues of early childhood development and launched a project that is known as the Southern African Network for Early Childhood Development, a, a coalition that will see them working together to ensure that issues of early child development get the attention that they need and that we invest more in our education system. Now, while that launch was taking place, I took some time out to have a discussion with representative from representatives from four countries. Uh, these include Shwe Shwe Mofakeng, who is the national coordinator for the Network of Early Child Development of Lesotho, as well as George Hamsunga, who is the director for the Zambia National Education Coalition. I also spoke with Joylet Genda, who is the ECDC Malawi, which is not, who is the coordinator for the, uh, nation, national coordinator for the early childhood development uh, in Malawi, as well as Nison Bunu, who is the national coordinator for the Zimbabwe Network of Early Childhood uh, development. So I'm just going to share the snippets from the interview uh, that I had with them. So I'll sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview that we had. Station, your station. Good evening. Good evening. Great. I'm excited to, to have you all. It's quite a rich and very diverse uh, panel. Um, and yeah, I feel like I've got Sadiq, you know, in the room and it's exciting. People from different nationalities. Um, so I'll ask you gentlemen and ladies to introduce yourself. I also like the fact that my panel is very balanced. Two ladies, two gentlemen. Mm-hmm. That is awesome, eh? So I'll ask you all to introduce yourselves, uh, your name and your organization, your title there, and also the country that you are representing. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. My name is Shesho Mufuking. I come from Lesotho. I am the National Coordinator for Network of Early Childhood Development of Lesotho. Thank you. All right. Welcome to Zimbabwe, Shesho. It's exciting to have you. Anyone that is. Sure. <laughs> and um, join the agenda. I'm the National Coordinator for Early Childhood Development Coalition of Malawi, ECC Coalition of Malawi. Yes, I am the national coordinator. Ziko Mukambiri, excited to have you. Uh, you can also introduce yourself, sir. I'm Nelson Polo, the national coordinator of the Zimbabwe Network of Early Child Development Actors. Most people know it as the NECTA. All right. Thank you. Welcome. Noted. Don't come to the open. Yes, my name is George Hamsunga, Executive Director for Zambia National Education Coalition, ZANIC. Um, so I'm from Zambia. Ah, Natutila Mkwai. And uh, welcome to ZFM Stereo. Uh, thank you for having me. Great. So tonight we are talking about issues that affect um, uh, children in the early childhood development, a very important stage in our growth and development as the individuals. So I'll start by asking you, what does ECD mean? You know, it's a word that we've started to throw around a bit, but when some of us were younger, we never used to know what this means. So I'll ask you for the benefit of our listeners to also give us a brief definition of what it means. I think I'll throw this question to you, Shushu. Uh, ECD, 
been early childhood care development and education mm-hmm. um, and it's when we mean when we when we talk about early childhood development we mean from conception that is why we have um, initiatives such as first thousand days so from the moment that uh, the mother is pregnant uh, childbirth and then zero to three when the child is still with the parents uh, being breastfed and nursed and then we also move to education and yes so let me not finish all the points for my colleagues all right <laughs> i can see you you you're going on and on anyone wants to add something on the definition of ecd or as you said it all mr Budu. yeah like what you said is conception to eight years mm-hmm. but it also concerns uh, the areas where they've got to be focused on. Mm-hmm. But uh, the most important thing is that is the development of the children during that period. Right. Which takes into consideration the, the, their brains, which takes into their nutrition, which takes into their language, which takes in their thinking, which takes in their social relationships, and which takes in everything that they've got to do grow physically so it's not just about them going to school because here in zero yeah. you're talking about school hey i yes. didn't stage in school yeah. yeah so in summary this is just a, a comprehensive approach to programming mm-hmm. focusing on the children between conception and eight years of age so that's why now as my colleagues indicated it touches on health it touches on nutrition, it touches on education, social support, psychosocial support, all those services that are provided to the children within this age range from conception to eight years of age. So basically like our colleagues have said, there's what we, what UNICEF um, for instance has, um, you know, defined ECD as all the services for instance that mm-hmm. um, the children require mm-hmm. you know for them to survive and thrive right those services as our colleagues have said uh, according to the nature care framework that UNICEF has developed include services to do with early learning you know health services you know provision of nutrition you know responsive caregiving which includes play for the children, which is a very important for their brain development, mm, okay. as well as issues of uh, security and safety. All right. Uh, because as you know, children, safety is in the hands of the adults. So mm-hmm. that becomes very key for their development as well. All right. So it encompasses quite a lot of this conversation. But let us just zero in on our individual countries. I want to understand the situation on the ground in terms of early childhood development. Uh, where are we in terms of laws, in terms of ensuring that all these uh, components that you're talking about are recognized and brought to the fore? I'll start with you, George. What's the situation like in Zambia as far as ECD is concerned? Laws, policies, and even just attitudes um, of... Uh, state and non-state actors when it comes to this issue? Well, first and foremost, I must mention that uh, because of the diverse nature of the services that involve uh, early childhood development, for Zambia in particular, mm-hmm. we don't have uh, an integrated policy um, on ECD. Um, of course, uh, one thing that is positive in terms of what we have uh, achieved is the fact that um, we have, for instance, uh, you know, started annexing of uh, early childhood education centers for existing primary schools so that okay. government can directly you know 
provide GPE, and we have also pronounced free education from uh, early childhood education up to secondary school level. Meaning that, uh, you know, the parents have the opportunity, especially in areas where the service, uh, you know, is available to take their children without paying. More important also in terms of financing, you know, Zambia made, um, you know, a decision that uh, the funding that they were going to get um, from uh, the Global Partnership for Education under the, you know, SP program is going to be used only on early childhood um, education. And it's 9.9 million quarter, a million dollars, you know, has been allocated to be spent on early childhood going forward. Yeah. And we have seen also the new government increasing support. But of course, we still have a lot of challenges that we need to address, especially uh, here we are proud, here in Zimbabwe we've been told that for a child to go to grade one, it's compulsory that they should they have to early learning. CD, right. But for us, that is not the case, and therefore our parents do not, uh, you know, see any incentive in sending yeah, their children for early learning. So those are some of the gaps that uh, we still have as a country. All right, I think nice and this is a good opportunity to drop you in because um, George already started mentioning some of the uh, positives that we have here as a country, as the bubble. Would you like to build on that? Yes, I, I, I think the, the good news is that uh, ECD has been made part of basic education, mm -hmm. which actually means that all teachers are now paid for that and that uh, being part of basic education, that means they'll be provided with a budget. Mm -hmm. And also being part of that, that means the teachers have got to be provided for in terms of their training and allocation to schools. Mm -hmm. And also that the ECD is part of being pre-primary, but is part of the school system. system. And that is important. And I think there are also some important lessons that we have got to learn especially when it comes to Malawi, uh, through their community-based uh, centers, mm. that parents and, and, and caregivers have got a role in order to raise the children. Unlike ours here for the 0 to 3, which is still a big gap, mm. and unlike what uh, he was saying, uh, George, that they put in a lot of money instead of our financing growing or increasing, it is actually waning. Dwindling. Uh, dwindling, yes. Uh, that is, is, we need also to look at that. And we need maybe Minister of Gender and Community Development to do a lot in terms of uh, training parents to be good caregivers of children. Okay. So, so that they remain in school. And that is very important. So you feel that there is need to move from just making sure that children are a responsibility of the Ministry of Family and Secondary Education, yes. but also uh, roping in other partners such as the Ministry of Women Affairs, Gender and Community Development. Yes, and, and mostly, although our, our, our early learning policy is still narrow in terms of education, mm. it's still a draft just together with the inclusive education policy. Mm. We would want those are actually finalized quickly because also if they are they dovetail into the school financing policy mm. which is supposed to also include ECG within that. Oh, great. And okay. importantly mm -hmm. I think we need uh, an urgency 
which coordinates all ECT issues. And this is a state agency, yes. is that right? Yes, which, which coordinates all the ministries and what is done in the different ones. Or maybe so, an interministerial task force that specializes on ECD. Yeah, but we need a coordinating one. We okay. need to see who's doing what right. and also is put together. Mm -hmm. And that it is an integrated multi-sectoral uh, service which is given to children. All right, uh, very interesting uh, contributions coming through. And um, Joylet, as, as, as before, nice and started also talking about some of the success stories um, that are happening in Malawi. Would you like to also build on that? Yeah, sure. So for Malawi, we already have a policy which outlines what we want to achieve in as far as ECD is concerned. We have a vision of providing a quality of holistic ECT services, which are inclusive to all children. And then we have an integrated strategic plan for ECT. So we already have the guidelines. And the, as a country, we have also already developed the curriculum for ECT, and we have the syllabi. Uh, for the different age ranges of ECD, uh, especially education component. Okay. So we already have the governance structure already put in place. But now, in terms of access, we are still yet to commit and the, meet the goal of providing it to all children. So in terms of access, we are at around 50% of mm. the children of ECD okay. age accessing the service. So this is basically because possibly we have not yet uh, set up a system, a comprehensive system of implementing the component. For instance, uh, we are relying on volunteers to provide this service. So we do not have qualified ECT teachers who are employed by the government. Okay. And Yes, otherwise we are basing much on the volunteers for the community-based child care centers and the private sector mm. to provide the service at a fee. That this makes it uh, that the service is not accessible by every child. By every child. Because those who cannot afford the private sector provided uh, service, then they are left out in the system. And if there is no community-based child care center in the community, then the children are at an effect. So these are the issues that we are working on as a country together with our government. We are lobbying uh, for increased financing towards this sector so that the, at least we can employ uh, the caregivers so that they are motivated and provide the service in the country. So they still need for it to be harmonized, to become universal throughout the country, exactly. right? Right now it's mm -hmm. in one community and not in another. Exactly. All yeah. right. So this also arises from the challenge of availability of, of, of the prerequisite yeah, uh, resources like infrastructure, whereby we find out that in some communities we still do not have the infrastructure. Coming together with, uh, as Sadiq countries, we believe we will learn a lot, like from Zimbabwe, whereby the service is being made to be compulsory. All children must access it. So mm. that's a lesson mm. learned to us, and then we can strategize as a country to see how best we can equally make it such a universal access to ECD. All right, we are talking about ECD, um, a very, very important component in everybody's growth. Let me come to you, Shwe Shwe, yes. Shwe, Shwe from yes. Lesotho. Would you like to also take us through Lesotho, what is happening in terms of ECD, that side? 
Uh, well, I think <laughs> for us, I'm proud to say this about Lesotho. We have a policy. Mm-hmm. We have an integrated uh, child care and development policy mm-hmm. that was developed in 2013. So when it comes to a policy, we have a strategy um, that and is clear cut. Yes, it, it, yes. Okay. it covers health, it covers education, it covers uh, social development. We even have what uh, Nathan is wishing for, we ha- which is a coordinating body. Um, under the Ministry of Education and Training, we have what we call the ECCD unit. Mm-hmm. And in the ECCD unit, we have uh, people who are seconded to the ministry. So we have a nutrition specialist, a social protection specialist, um, as well as a health specialist. And in this ECCD unit, everybody who is dealing with uh, ECCD has to report to the unit and let the unit know what they are doing. But um, unfortunately, it is just uh, the policy and the strategic plan and the personnel, but there's no budget for them to implement. Uh, and, and that's important, hey? we need finances. For yes, that to be able to yes. Um, unfortunately, the ECCD only gets less than um, 1% of the allocated education budget mm. because this unit is based at the Ministry of Education and Training. So there is lack of budget and uh, they rely on donors to know what is being implemented out there because if there is no funding, it means they cannot even go out to right. see what is happening in mm-hmm. the district because it is based at the, at the capital. Uh, but we also have what we call the multisexual, um, um, multisexual um, what is it? it's not a committee, but it's, the multisexual is where all the stakeholders for ECCD uh, go there and report to the Ministry of Education because the Ministry of Education is the one which is housing the ECCD unit. So different stakeholders from the Ministry of uh, Health, Social Development, Education, even the donors and even as CSOs, we go there, we report on what is happening. So this also helps the ECCD unit know, know what is happening around the country. But the unfortunate part is that they are not able to go and monitor on their own. On their own, there's no treasury support. Yes, so what we need as Lesotho, we just need more budgeting. And we are also lucky enough in that the, the government also provides uh, free pre-primary education. But for now, it is only for 243 um, centers in total. I think we have about 2,000 primary schools. So mm-hmm. only 243 uh, primary schools have reception classes attached to them. Uh, people might actually think that is a small number. Yes, we are a small, small country population. As well, yeah, right? we are two million. Uh, uh, so, but it is still also a very small number for the reception classes. We are hoping that if the budget gets increased, then all the primary schools could have a reception class. Then at least we'll have one pre-primary uh, uh, pre-primary education where the government is paying teachers and the, all the teachers that are found in the reception classes, we call them reception classes, they are well trained, you have to be a well qualified teacher to be there. So that is what we are pushing for and um, we have also developed uh, guidelines for daycare centers and the daycare centers are the children's zero to three mm-hmm. and they have not yet been approved by the parliament mm-hmm. but we, we we are working toward it and yeah i think 
when it comes to ECCD, Lesotho is not as um, backwards as in right. when it comes to other issues. It's just to push for more uh, financing towards towards it. You know, it's great to note that uh, SADC, Southern Africa itself, has got so much that's happening in terms of early childhood development. It's a new phenomenon that we've started to take up, and it is gathering a lot of momentum, which is quite commendable. Uh, now. What part of your visit to Zimbabwe included the launch of the Southern African Network for Early Childhood Development? Would you like to tell us what this is about? This network is about uh, national early childhood development networks. So we thought that if we form one network for Southern Africa, where we convene to share experiences like what we are doing, like what you're doing right now, and, and also to share research. Mm. to share good, ex good experiences and lessons which are happening in others and also collaborating perhaps in some ventures or projects that we want this will be good because while mm. we are learning from each other and we can try some issues together mm. we can also even pull our resources to prioritize that what is required at the regional level mm -hmm. and also even try some ideas before we even give them to government, to our government. Mm -hmm. But at that level, it's also too good to push our agenda for ECD as a coalition mm -hmm. or as a network of networks, mm -hmm. rather than one national pushing its own it's government. Its thing, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, George, anything to add? Y yes. Um, the Southern Africa Early Childhood Development uh, Network is um, a milestone. Mm -hmm. for us because uh, the conceptualization of the network really was um, done you know with the understanding that um, we can achieve more if we work together we also realize the need like we have said for sharing knowledge and learning together although we have some boundaries that are separating us the fact of the matter is that um, it is not good for Zimbabwe to be happy that uh, more children, for instance, are accessing early learning in Zimbabwe, while a few only are accessing in Zambia. Mm. As you know, we are becoming a, more of a community now, as right. right? And there is need to get consent on what is happening with other children in other countries, right? Because it will affect the countries. As you know, early childhood education is so critical mm. that that's where we build the values of morality. That's mm. where we build the values of integrity. That's where we build values that help us coexist together. Mm. Mm. And everyone must be content. And this is why we came together. The network is going to be a single storm. Mm -hmm. that we are going to use to kill more beds within SADC mm -hmm. by ensuring that uh, the network pushes advocacy issues that will benefit all the member countries of SADC. We are going to get more opportunities to learn from each other because uh, no one knows everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, until you get an opportunity to learn, uh, even the permanent secretary of Zimbabwe did mention that you learn a lot when you have, when you have traveled. Right. Even my peers actually agreed to that. Mm. There are so many things that I have learned. For instance, in Zimbabwe, I was surprised when I saw a fish pond in another school mm -hmm. where they are working, mm -hmm. and I was like, I need this in in my country right. for 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 nutrition and. 
so it is a platform where we are going to learn and it is a platform where we can come together and say okay i need help i think in lesotho i have tried and i've tried and they're not listening to me because you know there's this thing that we have as africans that when your mother tells you that something is bad you don't listen but mm-hmm. when a stranger comes and says this is bad sometimes you listen, you, you you listen. yes you pay attention so this is going to create an opportunity for me to say okay nice and i have been talking to my minister and they're not listening to me and then when nice comes and say you know one plus one is actually two yet i have been saying four halves all around like for two years i've been telling them when you put four halves together it's two but mm. when nice comes and says one plus one is two they are like oh yeah it is actually yeah, two yeah. and then you're like but no i've been saying all along two mm. four halves is it's two and then they're like no you said four halves it's different. Yes, and then you say one plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any, any thoughts? Yeah, just to add, uh, this will be a supporting mechanism mm. to the individual countries. Like uh, when we put together our best practices that we have experienced already, for instance, having the policies and then having the strategies that the other countries like Lesotho are doing and Zimbabwe are doing, Zambia are doing, we can put together the best practices and have a model uh, for southern africa right they strengthen numbers they strengthen unity as you have all pointed out so as we conclude i would like to find out from you um what your expectations of the future are in terms of ecd and also why your government should invest more government as well as uh, private um players and other stakeholders why they should all invest in early childhood uh, development this time i'll start with you joylet this is a development agenda Mm. What we want is to see Africa or Southern Africa, Malawi, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Lesotho, which is more advanced. Mm. So, like we have already justified the importance of ECT. Mm. This is one of the strategies that can lead uh, to more economically empowered uh, citizens. So, if we employ uh, ECT to provide it to all the children, it means we are preparing our children for advances. Mm-hmm. Like George also stressed on the moral aspect. It means we are preparing for a citizen mm. that will be morally upright, mm-hmm. that will be passionate about their country. George, I'll come to you. What we want to see first, um, you know, as a network is that um, studying as a region has made uh, some political commitments towards uh, investing in uh, early childhood development and achieving universal access, for instance, to early learning and also achieving some of the indicators that relate to nutrition such as stunting and other you know, indicators. Um, more, more important also, we want to see that countries uh, where we come from are allocating enough money to support early child development they have uh, improved coordination mechanisms that ensure that the various players are able to provide these services within that short period mm-hmm. that is required. As you know, brain development for the children is a window that cannot wait. Even right. during COVID, as we are talking now, it, it continues. It, it, no one should say we cannot invest in the children because now there is COVID. Mm-hmm. That in itself can become a huge huge disservice to our children that can lead to the loss of a generation.
if we miss it at this stage, then, you know, it, it, it will affect a whole future, it will affect a whole generation. Let me come to you, Shweshwe. You know, every time I make a presentation to the members of parliament, I say to them, can you kindly please invest more in ECDE because it will mean more money for you. Mm. It will mean less brain drain because we are suffering a lot of brain drain in Africa. Mm-hmm. And this is because for those who have went to ECE, who got good ECDE, they're like, no, there are not enough opportunities for me. And then they go to Europe. Mm-hmm. So if we invest in our children at a very young age, then it means we will stay in our countries. I know nobody wants to be going around in a different countries looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. It means we will be able to create our own jobs and stay in our beautiful countries because everybody loves their countries. I am hoping that in five years time, at least all our government, you know, all the Southern countries would say, we are allocating 10% of our allocated education budget to ECE. All right, nice on your parting shots. What are your expectations? Investing in ECG makes investment sense. Mm-hmm. In that, it brings more economic life to any country. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of benefits which come with it. Mm-hmm. Less prisoners, less deviants, mm-hmm. more employed people who will actually work more for the country in order to, 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 to for the cake to grow bigger mm-hmm. as they'll be paying more uh, taxes. taxes they are more motivated to learn they want to have friends and stay within that so it makes and not only economic sense but it makes moral and social sense so that was the interview that I had with representatives from different countries who have come together to form what is called the Southern African Network for Early Childhood Development, uh, and a network that will see them harnessing their core competencies as countries. You have heard about some of the strengths that we have as Zimbabwe in terms of our education and those that are also in Lesotho um, as well as Zambia and all the other countries that have come together to form this. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we had for the Wise On, the show for the youth and the young at heart uh, this week. For now, it's me, your host, Brian Marvin Casey Tolle, saying let's meet in other programs. Stay safe. COVID-19 is real. And do take care of yourselves and of your loved ones. I'm out. PD.